What's good, y'all? This is What the Fuck Are You Talking About with Armani. How are y'all doing? I hope you're well. It is Sunday. I was supposed to release this episode, episode three, on Sunday, but I fucked up. I've been looking at creators recently and just like what they're creating, how they're creating it, and when they're creating it, trying to get a feel of what's okay, what's not okay, what, how hard should you push yourself, do things need to be more natural, you know? And that's one of the things for a creator who works a regular job that's already tiring both mentally and whatever, you know, not just me, just any creative. And I see some people breeze by with this shit. They're able to just do whatever they want to do. They put the shit aside. And then there's some people who their normal life just takes a toll and it's hard for them to get into that same groove that they have for whatever else into what they need to do for themselves. That's, you know, age old tale. You've heard that plenty of times, but I hope you are creating though. You know, I, I love the fact that I'm around a lot of creative people, creative people in my circle is nothing but creative people. And I just can't wait for all my friends to start putting out the content they want to and just keep cranking out whatever the fuck it is they cranking out oh we rambling not not necessarily rambling but you know i got a few things i want to talk about today we're going to talk about big news this week you know the unfortunate news this week we're going to talk about i'm gonna dip into social media we're going to talk about the other media we're going to talk about all my shows all our shows. Because if you're listening to this, I'm hoping you watch all the shit that I, I mentioned. So, first, I want to talk about something I saw my wife put on social media. I believe it had, I, I lost that post. I tried to find it, but that was just a few a few days ago in, into the week. And I can't find that post. But the gist of it was that women the mo- are the most important creatures on this earth. And as I do agree, they are the most important creatures on this earth. Nothing is more important than women and the children. Being a father myself. And, you know, just that everything flows through a woman, comes from a woman, so much is needed from a woman. And that men would literally not be who they are, what they are without a woman in most cases. But after like reading the post or hearing whatever she had to say, it just led me to, damn, like, I see why, like, my wife goes to pole, and I see why they have that camaraderie they have in there. They all love each other, and they all, oh, you got it, girl, you can do this, you know, and they all just being themselves, whatever they do. And I'm like, damn, like, niggas don't have that camaraderie where it's a come here and be vulnerable, come here and, you know, say what's on your mind, I won't look at you as a bitch or whatever it is. It's like, I'm pretty sure there's some spaces that allow you to do that, but where you, I don't see that. Ain't none of my niggas going, yo, bro, I was just at the joint, and you know, we had a little cry session. I was, you know, there was a lot of shoulders to lean on there if you need it. I don't hear that ever. And it's just, I want to know why it's not okay for men to be vulnerable. I don't want to get into no conversations that we've had a million fucking times with everybody. You've heard it on every outlet you have, but it's just like, damn. 
you these men that I watch, I watch a few people closely on Instagram that I just take advice from, you know, Derek Grace and you know, even you even listen to like Lou Duvall and just the, that's the funny shit. Just whoever you listen to. It's like when they get together with their boys, it's just like you certain shit you say, you just have to be manly about certain shit. Like even though we both know, we both looking at each other, knowing deep down in our hearts, this shit, we should be a little bit more sensitive or I meant this. It's like we just have to add a little mm, like little nigga shit to it. Like, damn, like niggas can't cry. I mean, I don't cry, but I'm pretty sure there's a reason I don't cry. I met my wife used to tell me, you know what could be kind of sexy if you cried in front of me? No, I'm not crying in front of you. And I can barely tell you why I won't, but I just won't. I'm too too big. I mean, that's not a good excuse. But I'm just saying, you know, like even with D Wade and watching how he opened up about his son wanting to, you know, feeling more comfortable as a woman and wanting to be um referred to as a woman and seen as a woman, or you know, I I hope I'm using everything correctly, but it opened him up and like he was, you know, every people in the room were crying because it's like it takes so much out of us just to be that vulnerable and realize our ways and the people around our, around us, their ways. It's like, why can't we just do that from the beginning? That's just wild. Like, I watched the guy, oh, you know, if it wasn't for my wife, my wife give me this, my wife give me that, my wife shows me this, shows me that, she does this so I can do that. Like, bro, what if she wasn't there? You would just never do it, ever? You wouldn't know anybody who'd do it without a woman? And it's like, that's still putting pressure on them. That's more pressure that a woman has to have on her. Because this nigga need to be nurtured. This nigga need to be... It's like, yeah, some... Like, that's just how it is. Some niggas need to be nurtured. A hug. Oh, you doing all right? You, why your mans can't say, yo, bro, you good? You need a hug? Yeah, you you, you need to cry some? No, you can cry in front of me. Play, it's, it's all good. That shit don't happen. I mean, I hug my niggas. Like, my nigga niggas, like, my, my my friend friends, I hug them. I love you, bro. But then sometimes, you know, I feel like I got to throw a little jab in there. I love you, bro. Old bitch-ass nigga. You, it's, it's always some shit at the end just, just to, you know, to alleviate, like, a pause moment or something. But, yeah, that's just something to think on, that I wish there was more spaces or, where men were able to be a little bit more comfortable Maybe I'll work. Me saying that just makes me like, well, why the fuck you ain't going to do it? Maybe I maybe I should one of these days. I probably, who knows. I should work on that one day. Or just be the, be the example that I want to see. Huh, well, you, you good? You need to cry? Oh, speaking of fucking crying, this is a perfect example. A guy came into our store boo-hooing. Like, he was shopping and just felt, I think it had to do with the passing of DMX, but this man was, you know that boo-hoo when your shoulders shake a little bit? Were you bouncing? He was bouncing, like his shits was bouncing, like he was upset. He stood over the graphic tees, put his hands on the graphic tees and cried like he was like at a church. And who knows, it's like one of, one of the associates walked up and was like, you know, do you need anything? You need a napkin? You know, just let me know. You know, He ignored him. Like, bro. Turn around. Tell him you need a napkin. Blow your nose. Whatever you got to do, bro. Get it out. But yeah. 
That's just a thought. Another thought, my birthday is tomorrow. If you see my social media, you've seen I celebrated Friday. I celebrated today, Sunday with my best friends. Friday's celebration was a little was a little funny. I won't go into detail, but it was it was hilarious. Ended with a, a thousand dollar bill. It ended with a thousand dollar bill, four hundred dollars worth of Patron shots. A random French fries that nobody wanted to claim, but I ate them because if this is a thousand that we eating every crumb. All of it needs to be consumed. It was over there. They was at the table cross-eyed, looking ridiculous. But I appreciate them because I appreciate that was fun. I, I, I'm not going to drink again. That's what everybody says, but I really don't like that fucking feeling, bro. Today, I was blessed to be with my best friends, people that I've known for fucking years. Like, I don't, I'm not that close to anyone else. And it was great. They blessed me. They chained me up, you know, threw the ice on the neck. You feel me? Gave me a little gold nugget around the neck. And I was really excited for that. I finally got a fucking chain, bro. Like, I'm in, like, I feel like I'm in, like, like, I got a new, new lease on life. Like, hey, what? What you said? Your eyes? I'm blind. You, you got shades? My, I got the shines on. Like I FaceTime my mom, like, yo, I, oh, you know, no disrespect. I got my shines on. Watch your eyes. I'm going to wear that shit. Even when I'm going to be cutting wood, wearing my chain, hang low, I'm going to watch. Flexing. I'm going to get a little pendant. That's another thing. I need to figure out what kind of pendant I want. I want the most New York pendant I could get. Like if I could get like a CNC soda on my neck, like a quarter water, like a little grenade quarter water. That's not fucking corny. Maybe like a like a New York City token or a Metro card. Something. I'm going to get some real New York shit, watch. Every fucking tattoo and accessory I have is New York fucking related. Uh, Another thing I saw on social media is, uh, you know, all the stop Asian hate. Honestly, leave people the fuck alone. Just really leave them alone. I know I'd, I'd hate to ever sound like an all-lives-matter type deal. Because first and foremost, I know in in reality, all lives do fucking matter. All people do matter. But at that time was what it was for. And this time is we're highlighting motherfuckers running around, punching old people in the head, beating up, trying to kill them, all, shooting up, you know, places that Asian people either reside or own a business just because of, of hatred or whatever you heard and they're masking it, masking it behind some other shit. Like, leave people the fuck alone. I really, I really feel like last year, 2020, brought the worst out of some people. Like, it literally brought the crazy out of people who were on that border. Like, shit is wild. Like, why would you, like, I, I could never run up and just Hit anybody in the face. Like, you ever see somebody, something, I get upset when I watch, when I, when I see kids drop ice cream. Like, I want to cry with that child. Like, damn, you was, that was a good lick of ice. Like, you got a good lick in, and you knew this was going to be good ice cream, and you fucking drop it. And you already walked halfway down the block, and it make no sense to go back and get another one. You still have ice cream on your chin. And all you got, all you got left is a fucking napkin. That shit is sad. So if I can't stand that, I, there's no way I could stand watching somebody harm somebody who least expected it for no reason. Didn't deserve any of it. That shit is crazy.
So yeah, stop Asian hate. Stop fucking with people. Stop hitting people. Stop thinking fighting in the street and shit is cool. That shit is trash. That shit's corny. You go outside and do whatever you want to do. Go outside, do what you got to do, and go home. You want to go outside, start some shit that you might not make it back from. Starting beef with niggas for no reason. And back to me saying that men can't be vulnerable. You know how many shootings and fightings and shit all could be alleviated by, hey, bro, you hurt my fucking feelings. You hurt my, my you hurt me. That shit hurt. I didn't like that. Oh, I hurt you, bro. My fault. You know, I didn't even know. I didn't even know that I hurt your feelings. I'm sorry. Dap, you dap me up, dog. Yeah, word too. You feel, whatever the fuck you guys say. I, that's another thing. I'm bringing back old ass New York slang. I'm gonna be that fucking guy. I'm turning 31 tomorrow. I'm bringing back every fucking. Th- I'm bringing back the bomb. I'm bringing back that shit crack. I like I like saying that shit crack. That shit sound crazy. I'm bringing back word two. I might even bring back hanging up and saying one, one love. That's what my father used to say. I done one. What? <laughs> All right. I I guess. You look you look funny saying it. On the house phone at that, not even the cell phone. He even have a, he was on the house phone. All right, one. I right, done one. All right, Ghostface. Yeah. This. What else? I I got some stories, but I feel like this week a lot. I have a lot to talk about. So next week, I'm going to get into story time with a few stories. Stories about my old job. Not a lot of you know that I used to work at a woman's shelter for mentally ill and chemically addicted women. And right before that, I was a messenger. And I have stories from both of those. And they're all fucking hilarious. But yeah, last week, April Fool's, I'm going to bring you back. If you If you know, that shit is funny. If you don't know, let me tell you. So... I told my boss before he came in that there was an incident at work. And let's just say these there was three words. Bubbles, circus. Two words. Bubbles and circus. There was two words. Bubbles and circus. And it was coming from me. I thought that was completely enough to say, oh, this might be a joke. No, he didn't he didn't think it was a joke at all. This man was pissed. But gotcha. It's kind of fucked up. It doesn't take away the funny for me. I apologized. And I am sorry because you know it's embarrassing that you know, embarrassing he was embarrassed. It is what it is. I'm sorry. Would I do it again? Not in that capacity, but like it worked. It was funny. I almost wanted to double down, but then I was like, nah, I'm wilding. Yeah. Those are the funniest parts of the week. Now I feel like I got to get into the somber part. The part that, that, that kind of brought me down from anything this week. The unfortunate passing of legend DMX. I didn't think that we'd be saying rest in peace DMX anytime soon he looked like he was doing so much fucking better but if you know anything about addicts if you know anything about drugs specific drugs hard drugs not cocaine not weed drugs that we we see 
if depending on where you're from, we see in a certain light. Like, well, I'll do a little cocaine, but I'd never do a little heroin, heroin. One of my favorite comedians, Tony Baker, has a joke where he says, uh, heroin has the worst presentation, the worst introduction packet of all. Needles and spoons and, and, and lighters, that shit does not look fun. But I could only a fucking imagine that it feels great. But then again, it, 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 it fucks with your head. It makes you think it's great. But yeah. So if you know anything about addiction, you know that when you're an addict, it's not, and you, and you, when you're an addict and you f- get over that addiction or you're so- sober for however long, it's work all the time. It's not, oh, I don't ever want this anymore. It's work. You avoid, you avoid certain places just because this reminds me of that. I don't want to do that again. When I worked at the, uh, the shelter, I, I got promoted through the ranks at the shelter and I became a case manager. And a lot of the women would tell me, I don't want to go back to that place. They're going to send me back to, in, in this case, Brownsville, Brooklyn. A lot of stuff happened to me in Brownsville, Brooklyn. You send me back there, it's going to be the same thing again. A lot of the same people are still there. And now when these women say no, they're deemed, you know, that they don't want to, they don't want to be better. They're not listening. They, they're, they don't, they lack discipline and shit. No, they just don't want to be in somewhere that's going to trigger them back into the old ways that got them here in the first place. And they're letting you know that's intelligence. They're letting you know, I don't want to go back there. It's going to be the same. That's realizing a problem and trying to fix it. But because you had paperwork, and that's another story. That's a corrupt system from my point of view and having worked in it from someone who didn't go to school for it and just learned my way through it. That's another story. But yeah, hearing that DMX overdosed was, it was a weird, I had a weird reaction to it because I was like, all right. It sucks, but it makes sense to me. Just knowing someone who's had a hard life and probably was worked, they worked on that so hard. Him being sober for so well, however long and being around the right people and doing the verses and talking and doing interviews and sounding so good. And I, I forgot who I was talking to, but I was telling it, it literally takes a bad five minutes for shit to go so left. All the shit that people say, oh, I could never commit suicide. I could never do all these things. I hear you. But for the for certain people, it takes a bad thought that la- lands into a bad five minutes that changes the fucking director of everything. And that, I don't know, but that seems like what could have happened. People are under, people are under a lot of stress. It could have been anything. Who knows? But it's so unfortunate. But I do know that every time I thought about DMX, it's the craziest thing. When you think about DMX, you're literally thinking about the light in someone and the dark in someone at the same fucking time. I don't think I've ever seen that before. Someone who, this man said on a, on a dance hall reggae record at that in 1998, I stomp a mud hole in your face, motherfucker, I rip your butthole out of place. You, my, he said, I will rip your butthole out of place. This is a, a man who's been to jail, gangster man. You People are scared of DMX. 
He's a gangster rapper. And he threatened to rip your butthole out of place. I'm, I would be scared. That's like what Michael T Mike Tyson told that man, I'll fuck you till you love me. It's the same thing. Like, oh, he might do it. He'd do it. And he, I might love him. He'd do it. But yeah, it was the light and dark in someone at the same time. And I I don't know who I heard this from, but they said, you know, it was just, I hate talking about death so much, but had he died back in 99, 98, when he was popping like that, he would literally be on the Mount Rushmore of best rappers of all time. He is to me. Honestly, when you sit and you listen, DMX was so lyrical. He said so, he would, I want you guys to go back and just listen to like, with a hood at, um, uh, just any pick any of those songs that were after the first two albums. I believe I might have missed that up. The first two albums, the shit that were like when Swiss was really in his bag making club music. He was still rapping on that shit. So you know, it's really unfortunate. But I, like I said, I had a weird reaction to this. I wasn't. I saw it and I was like, we might be hearing that he passed soon. And I was like, he, the God was in him so much that it's okay. That if he passed, he, the, the last words on the interview from him is, not last words, but one of the last words was, if I die, I lived a good life. He saw so much darkness and so much light. He saw the lows and the not not people see lows and highs in their life. But from what I know of DMX's story, he's seen some real lows and some real fucking highs. And that's from all you can really. I don't want to say you could ask for that in life, but if you're going to live on Earth, a place you didn't ask to be on a floating rock for whatever reason. You like they always say is cliche line you have to see the dark to appreciate the light and he definitely did especially after hearing that he was introduced to crack by someone lacing his weed when he was 14 before his brain was even developed when he'd already been through so much and his brain is not even fully developed and you introduce a hard drug like that and what's crazy is i really believe that because he was born in 70 so that, being 14 that sounds like 1984 it's like people were smoking weed and doing other drugs and free base and all this other stuff. When they hear crack, they go, oh, this other drug is good. It, that's almost like when niggas was doing Molly. Oh, it's going to make you feel good. Oh, word. You just didn't get as addicted. Like niggas was doing perks. Oh, they give this to you when you hurt your leg. Yeah. Now you all fucked up. It's the same idea. You try it. Not realizing this is going to grab you and hold you for the rest of your fucking life. And then being 14 when your brain isn't developed at that. But I've been listening to DMX all weekend. I've cried. I didn't realize I was going to cry, but I did. I didn't realize that this man was a part of my life for that long. I had to rough ride a chain under my uniform with the brown, dirty neck on the back because I wore it so much and it was fake as hell. But, you know, I used to hold it up in the in the fucking, I used to hold it up in the bathroom and, and curse to myself. Talk is cheap, motherfucker. I used to say all that shit. But yes, rest in peace, DMX. You are, you've been solidified a legend in rap. And I'm so happy to have heard your music, understood your music, see 
what you can go through and how much you can take and how you can still come back and be a happy person in the middle of all the shit that's going on. Okay. Now, I don't know what music y'all have been listening to other than DMX, but I've gone back and I just listened to like, I, I'm, I always go back to that one CeeLo Green album. If you've listened to You Gotta Relax With Me and Brett, then you've heard me say that that CeeLo Green album, I think it's Bright Lights, Bigger, um, Bigger City. I just love that music. Go listen to it. Aside from music, I've been listening, I've watched. Aside from music, I've watched. Any of you watch Invincible? Any of you watch Falcon and Winter Soldier? Any of you watched them? Shit. All right. So I'm, I'm going to start with Invincible just because what the fuck? I wish I read the comic because just watching it, like I'm, I, I just want to know what the fuck is going to happen already. I'm pretty sure I could find out what's going to happen, but that shit is just so good. It really gives me the boys vibe without people being assholes. Like in the boys, they they be wilding. They it it's anno it's very fucking annoying because it's real life shit kind of, but like they just assholes. Like, come on, but. I don't know, but Invincible, it has more of a, it's giving me, the. It, it feels like an old show, which I like, but I think that's just because it's more of an adult show, and I haven't watched an adult cartoon in a while, besides like Rick and Morty, but without the comedy tone, but yeah, I'm really enjoying the character development. I'm enjoying seeing all these different superheroes and where they come from. I, I, I really like superhero stuff in cartoon form because they can get more into detail and not have it look wildly wild crazy they can you know aliens can come from fucking mars and i mean they've been doing that with guardians of the galaxy and being in space but like they could do a little bit more because it's a cartoon they can just get away with a lot more shit and i would say my favorite character and if you watch this last episode let's hope things go well for this person but is the girl who can grow into a big monster but every time she grows into a big monster she ages down so she can only i mean i don't know i don't know how much of a time frame it is to her growing down but she could fuck around and end up a baby and then be no, to no use of anyone but she's one of my favorites and i really like invincible that's it that's the main character's name Check it out. Now, Falcon and Winter Soldier, on the other hand, I enjoy. Spoiler alert. Drop a like and get the fuck out. A like, a review, and come back to whatever. Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm really liking where the story's going. I like how, I I remember the first episode I, no the second episode I said I, he's not you know he's the the new Captain America's not so bad he didn't think he was not so bad until he was fucking bad 
And I think that's something that I'm finally understanding. It's like I never looked deep into Marvel shit, but I, that's, I think they didn't make it deep until they realized, oh, we got some real shit on our hands that we can make this, you know, we can make real emotions and they don't just have to be superheroes who do whatever. They, they have real emotions and shit means things to them. So the new Captain America getting the secret serum and it just bringing out what was already there, which is maybe an insecure person, not maybe, obviously a fucking insecure person who now has the power and who now lacks self-control. Yes, his best friend did die, but could you see Captain America, well, Captain America, one, letting his best friend die, and two, killing somebody after after that? I don't see Captain America doing that. But now everyone sees that this fucker is a crazy son of a bitch. And Zemo just fucking fucking disappearing in the bathroom. Like, I I did hear that in episode five, we're getting a new character that the, the writer said is a grounded character, but that would pair well with Thor, that that's who he would love to see with Thor. Who the fuck knows what that means? After WandaVision, I'm not putting any stock into any fucking spoilers, uh, the hints, or I, I'm not doing it to myself because I really almost ruined a good show. But I'm really happy to see these women from Wakanda in in these episodes. I don't know what's I don't know what it's leading to, but I really enjoy this White Wolf realm they're playing in because not everybody knows that wife white wolf was an actual character by himself but marvel likes to condense things where it just makes more sense because why do we need another character that's another backstory we don't need when it just makes sense bucky was in wakanda white whoever in the comics white wolf was in wakanda for whatever reason it just makes more sense but i love seeing them whoop they they Bust this nigga upside his head. He, he was so upset. See, that's the shit I was talking about earlier. I said, men don't know the vulnerable shit. You got your ass whooped. Just take the ass whooping from somebody more skilled than you and call it a day. You were sitting on the floor sad and shit because two bald head women. Yeah. Went upside your fucking head. But yes. I'll nerd another time. I did watch them on Netflix. No, not Netflix. Them is on Amazon Prime. Go watch that. It maybe maybe watch that. I have this thing where I watch certain things and they bring out not shit that I hate, but they bring out like emotions in me that I'm just like, oh I don't want I just like fuck white people. But I don't, because, you know, I understand. But I also understand it's a show that's trying to remind me of something. Trying to, They're telling a story, but also, this happened, my nigga. Shit like this happened. They brought up the redlining. Oh, no, it doesn't, it doesn't count for you. No, we, we, you, you own this house. Yeah, I own this house. I'm the first fucking black person to own this house in this town. Let's see how this fucking goes. And it's the same girl, the same older daughter from us, I believe. 
She's doing a great job. Yeah. I just, I'm, I want to binge it. I can't wait to binge it. I've been watching so many other things that it's, and I want to watch this with my wife. So it's hard for me to just r run through all of them. I would without it, and then she'd be tight, and then I'd have to sit and watch the whole shit again and pretend like I didn't watch it in the first place, and I do not want to do that. But yeah. I did not see Snowfall. So if you're watching Snowfall, don't tell me about Snowfall until I've watched Snowfall. I just know, like I said last week, Franklin fucking up. And I think he's going to continue to fuck up. But we'll see. There's so many things I want to do and create. It's, it just gets really tough to create when you don't necessarily feel primed to create. That was part of the reason this episode didn't come out today on this Sunday. It's just because my head, I felt like if I was going to sit and talk in this mic, I wouldn't flow as well as I am or I, that I do. I wouldn't say, I would probably repeat myself. I just, certain things I really feel like, in, at least in the beginning stage, I really need to be focused on doing and be in the right mode to do it. Which is why I understand why fucking artists, like, I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast, and they were saying that Miguel put out a four-pack, which I haven't listened to, but I could totally see why Miguel would have Kaleidoscope Dream and then make Wild Hearts and all those other things. And to me, Kaleidoscope Dream is the best R&B album I've ever heard in my life, my favorite of all time R&B song is Adorn. And every song on that album is perfect. That album is a perfect album to me. I love Pineapple Skies. I love Told You So from the next album. It's, Miguel is, in, is my top three R&B artists. I would say in my top 10 artists in general, but top in R&B, he's... He's the high on the horse up there. And I could just see that he doesn't have to give you that caliber all the fucking time. I gave you a dawn. That song is going to last for a while. You can listen to it again if you want that. What, you want another dawn so you don't ever listen to a dawn again? That's like me asking Frank Ocean to make another Pyramids. Then what the fuck am I going to do with Pyramids? Make Novocaine again. Then what am I going to do with Novocaine? Like, imagine The weekend made House of Balloons again. House of Balloons wouldn't hit so hard if he made another one. But I, don't, I have no idea if that fucking translates to what the fuck I'm talking about. But I'm, I'm really understanding. And I'm, I'm enjoying this journey. I'm, I'm enjoying... Having ideas, I'm enjoying. Uh, en enjoying is a really strong word. It's interesting to see where my mind goes when I have to sit and talk and talk in a certain way. So if you're listening and you make it this far, you're in on this journey with me and you enjoy it. And I'm doing this because I like to talk. And some of the things I think are fucking genius because why wouldn't I think shit I say is genius? Whatever, take that at you will. 
But every once in a while, I say some funny shit. I say some profound shit that I think is cool. And I want other people to hear that. And I just want to be creative in another way than just building all day and then just wanting to make music. And, you know, I want to just be able to push out, let out some of this creative steam that's in me and let people do what they want. No one could listen to this. I'm still going to do another one. There's a statistic. They call it the seven episode rule. I don't know who they is, but that's what they call it. After seven episodes, a lot of people don't continue. I plan on continuing. So, you know, I hope y'all enjoy this. I hope y'all checking y'all crypto. I hope y'all doing y'all work at work. Ain't bullshitting. Although they hire you to be there for eight, nine hours a day. That don't mean you got to work the whole fucking nine hours. Don't let them trick you into working the whole fucking nine hours. On Friday, I had that real energy of, oh, it's Friday. I'm going to give you getting the bare minimum of me on this Friday. And it's okay if you give me the bare minimum. Because it's fucking Friday. But yeah, just handle your bids. Whatever idea you had, write it down. Get back to it if you can't get to it right now. Make sure you get back to it. Make sure you tell your people you love them. Make sure you call your grandma. I got to call my grandmother. Make sure you call your grandmother and your grandfather and your mother and your father. And if they smoke weed, send them something, a little pack of something. Weed getting legal everywhere. If they smoke a little something, sell a little something. They got off, roll it for them if you got a little something. You got a little dust in his knuckles. You know what I'm saying? Stay away from fried food. Stay away from oiled, oiled up shit. That's where I'm at. I'm trying to stay away from a bunch of shit that just ain't gonna make me feel good. I think I, I think being fucking 31 tomorrow is really fucking with me. Look at the shit I'm telling y'all to do. I'm only 30. I'm talking like I'm 45. But you gotta get out there and you gotta suck today's dick, baby. I'll holler. <laughs>